At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. The conversations I was having or like the things I was doing, my environment, the conversations that people were having around me suddenly didn't interest me. I just kept asking myself, like, why am I around that? That's not necessarily something I want to talk about. You know, I, I don't know how to describe it. Like, how was I supposed to tell people that I was planning to go out with and have a hot girl summer that I was no longer interested in that stuff? Like, how do I say, you know, last month I was okay with A, B, and C and it didn't bother me. And then all of a sudden it's like, today I just, I no longer resonate with that. That doesn't really apply to me. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the show. I am your host Sensi. I know I don't always say that, but I am Sensi and on here we talk about taking accountability of your life to become the best version of yourself. Today's episode is going to be about the things nobody tells you about leveling up and becoming the best version of yourself that people always talk about. You know, we all wanted, we all aspire to, or at least most of us, most of us aspire to becoming our best self, the best version of ourselves. You know, that that ideal person that we see in our mind living the dream life we want to live. You know, we all aspire to that. And, you know, ideally, obviously it would be great if we all get there. But I have been praying for that for a while now. And I do believe that I have been stepping into this person more and more every day. Definitely a lot of progress this year. But there are some things that I had to endure in order to get to the point that I am now. And the thing is, everybody talks about how glamorous it is and how ideal it would be to get to that best version of yourself. But nobody talks about the downsides or not necessarily the downsides, but nobody talks about the pain you will have to endure in that season, in that process. And nobody really addresses how uncomfortable it is, how uncomfortable you are going to be in pursuit of that. Like people often glaze over that and you always see the end product. So in today's episode, I'm going to be talking about the six phases that I went through. So it's pretty much based on my experience. And it's about the different phases that I endured in this process of becoming the best version of myself so far. I have finally gotten to a place where it's not about living in the end and it's not about the success at the end. It's not about the end result. Now I have finally gotten to a place where I am just enjoying the journey and I am learning as much as I can and soaking up as much information as I can in the process. So what inspired this podcast episode was a conversation I had with my friend. And the thing is, I 
I initially started going through this process of, you know, all of the things I'm going to talk about. But at that point in time, in the beginning, I had no idea what was happening. I just knew I felt very uncomfortable and I didn't talk to anybody about it because I didn't even know what it was yet. I couldn't understand why I was feeling that way. And in hindsight, now that I'm at like phase six, as you will see, um, I can acknowledge what it is. I recognize it for what it is. And I had a conversation with my friend and she described exactly what I was feeling. So that pretty much confirmed that it's not just me. And it seems to be something that other people go through as well. When you decide to like, you know, take accountability of your life and go after the life that you want you, you, you're going to experience some of these things. So that's pretty much what I'm going to be talking about in today's episode. And leave a comment below if you can relate and let me know what phase you are at. Like I said, this is all based on my experience. I am just speaking in terms of what I felt, what I experienced. So just keep that in mind. And for all of my audio only people, there will be a link in the description to take you to the YouTube video so you can leave a comment if you would like. So without further ado, let us just get into these different phases. So when I really decided to, you know, focus on my personal growth, focus on becoming, you know, this best version of myself and going after that ideal life that I wanted. What I noticed a short while after was that I started feeling very out of place. I started feeling very out of place. I started feeling kind of like I was isolated like I, nothing changed in my life. Like my life and the people in my life were essentially the same, right? Absolutely nothing changed. But all of a sudden, I just started feeling very out of place. Like I didn't belong, you know? Because now I had this idea in my head of who this ideal version of me is, what I am working towards and what kind of environment that person is in, what kind of boundaries that they have, what kind of things that they tolerate. And as I became more focused on that, like I just, I just started feeling very out of place in my current situation. Like I could no longer relate to the people around me, to the things around me. Like the same conversations I would have had maybe a week prior to feeling like this, I no longer resonated with that. Like, does that make sense? Like all of a sudden, let's say if I used to talk to people about like going out, like to the club or whatever, it's like all of a sudden I just felt like I don't want to do that. Like, I really don't want to do that. I'd rather do something else, something intimate. I'd rather like focus on building genuine connections with people blah 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 like I just started to think differently like I just the conversations I was having with people it just didn't excite me anymore the things I used to do and the thing is I started feeling this way this year in 2021 right and last year as we all know was the pandemic so last year we were pretty much or at least I was pretty much in the house for like the whole year on lockdown 
right? So when I got out of that in like in early 2021, I felt like, okay, I want to go out now. I want to do A, B, and C. And then in the beginning of the year, I did go out. I did travel. But then afterwards, I just started feeling very out of place, like towards May, June, about May, I started feeling very out of place in the conversations I was having or like the things I was doing, my environment, the conversations that people were having around me suddenly didn't interest me. I just kept asking myself, like, why am I around that? That's not necessarily something I want to talk about, you know? And the thing with going out too, is like, I'm 24. Like the average person my age wants to go out and do different things. And I'm not saying I want to be in the house all day, nor am I judging people who want to go out or go to the club or anything like that. But I would say like more like in my college days, maybe not, not even really college days, maybe freshman year. Freshman year, I went out. And then after that, I just, I didn't really do much. But then I just... I no longer had the desire to go out or even to drink because part of that best version of myself that I saw was the healthy lifestyle that she lived. I don't want to refer to her in third person like it's not me, but let's for the sake of the conversation, I'll say she so it makes sense. So she lived a healthy lifestyle, right? I mean, she drinks, but she doesn't overdo it. She eats healthy. She works out, you know, A, B, and C. So when I became conscious of what type of life she lives and I looked at my life, it's like I did not resonate with that anymore. I did not want to be around the things that I was constantly already exposed to because mentally I felt disassociated with everything around me. It just felt so isolating. Like I felt so lonely. I'm not even going to lie to you. I felt so lonely around the same people I was always around. One, because I didn't think anybody could relate. And two, I did not know what exactly this was. I just... I, I don't know how to describe it. Like, how was I supposed to tell people that I was planning to go out with and have a hot girl summer that I was no longer interested in that stuff? Like, how do I say, you know, last month I was okay with A, B, and C and didn't bother me. And then all of a sudden it's like, today I just, I no longer resonate with that. That doesn't really apply to me. You know, like I was so confused. And the thing is, if that's who I am, if that's who I'm around, then they're used to that side of me. They're used to me being okay with these things. So from an outside perspective, then it could have just looked like maybe I was switching up. And I was so concerned about that because I did not necessarily have an issue with anybody in my life. I just no longer wanted to do the things that I had been doing up until this point. Because I was now working towards something else. And not even it's not even so much of the fact that I was working towards something else. It's that I decided to be intentional about it. I decided to be intentional about what I wanted and focus on the details of this best version of me and what kind of life she lives. And how do I get to that point? And let me assess what is happening around me now. And does that resonate? And the answer was no. 
And because I didn't know how to communicate that and I didn't understand what I was going through, it was just very lonely. It was very isolating because nothing in my life changed. But because my mindset changed, I felt like I couldn't relate to anybody in my life. And that has changed since then. And in the end, I will tell you how this all comes, you know, full circle and all of that. But that's pretty much the first phase. When you decide to intentionally work towards that best version of yourself, intentionally work towards leveling up, unless you place yourself in a new environment immediately with the type of people who are living the life you want to live, your surroundings will become very unfamiliar with you. It's not going to resonate and you're going to feel very lonely and very isolated. Now, the second thing I started feeling in this whole process was emptiness. And that was very scary, very uncomfortable because I don't think I had ever felt empty in my life because in hindsight, looking back, I realized that I was always focused on something. I was always doing something. In college, I was always doing my schoolwork or when I wasn't doing schoolwork, I was working like my job to pay for school or jobs at some point or I was working on my blog if I wasn't doing either one of those. If you didn't know, I had a blog in college and that was like my business well, I would say business. It didn't make money. So that was like my business back in college. And it took a lot of time. It was a lot of effort. I had to learn a lot. So long story short, I was always preoccupied. My mind was always thinking of something. I was always doing something. I never sit still. And now, you know, I decide, okay, let me you know, become this best version of myself and blah, blah, blah. Let me be more intentional. Let me start to meditate. And I started feeling very empty, very, very empty. Like if I was sitting in my living room or like watching something on TV and I wasn't talking to anybody, I would feel like, okay, maybe I should, uh, maybe I should go out with my friends Maybe I should do this. Maybe I should do that. Maybe I should talk to somebody right now. Maybe I should be on the phone with somebody right now. And the reason why these thoughts were able to seep into my mind was because when I decided to double down on, you know, my environments, the conversations that I have, what I expose myself to, limiting social media, cutting out all the negativity, it freed up a lot of mental space. Plus, I started meditating more, so... I got used to having silent moments every now and then, if that makes sense. So I had a lot of free time because I cut out a lot of the junk in my life. And then I started feeling very empty because now I felt like there was this void in my life, like there was this empty space. And I felt like I had to fill it with something. I had to talk to somebody. I had to go out. I had to be, you know, making a podcast episode. I had to be working on something. When I had free time and my mind had time to wander, I just started thinking like, I should be doing something. Why am I sitting still? Why am I not do Like, I, just, I felt empty. I felt like I had to do something 
to distract myself from the emptiness. And it was so weird. It was so uncomfortable because I had never experienced that before. And I will admit that for some time, I did force myself to try to fill that void. I did force myself to say, okay, I don't like this feeling. Let me do something to get it out of my mind, to distract myself because I don't want to feel like this. this is really weird. Why do I feel uncomfortable? Why do I feel like I have to be doing something? I did fall into that trap in the beginning. But then, you know, because I journal and because I'm introspective and I really think about my life and my actions, my decisions every now and then, I started assessing it and then I was like, why do I feel the need to fill up that emptiness, that space? Why don't I just figure out why it makes me uncomfortable? Why is there a void? And why am I trying to avoid it? Why am I trying to run away from it, you know? When I had time to think and my mind started wandering and started telling me, no, go out with your friends. You like, no, why are you not doing anything? You need to like, you know, when I felt that pressure, instead of running to try to find an external source to fill it, I started saying, okay, let me assess this. Let me live in this and let me see what it tells me. And I realized that it was telling me that I needed to be still. I needed to calm myself down. I needed to stop always doing something. I was always doing something. I am always doing something. And I did not know what it was like to be still. So when I cut out all of the junk and I had free time, I felt so uncomfortable like I had to do something to fill that void. But the thing is, what I learned in that void was that you really get to know yourself a lot. And what I chose to do, I chose to be more mindful in that space. So instead of me thinking I have to run to an external source to fill it, I started journaling. You know, I meditate more now. I'm more consistent with meditation now. And I really use it to really assess myself. Why do I feel empty? You know, am I lacking something? You know, did something happen to make me feel this way? Why do I feel empty? I need to learn how to be by myself. That is what it came down to. I had to learn how to be by myself. And the thing is, I'm an introvert. And for most of my life, I was an only child. I'm happy I'm not now because I love my sisters. But for most of my life, I was an only child. I was used to always being by myself. But the thing is, I was never actually intentional with spending time with myself. I may have been physically by myself, but mentally I wasn't there. I was either working on my business, watching something on Netflix, on social media. Like, you see what I'm saying? I might have been physically present, but mentally I was always preoccupied. I did not know what it was actually like to be by myself and spend time with myself. And that is what I learned in that empty phase. I learned how to truly, truly be by myself and not rely on external sources to keep me occupied. 
I learned how to control my mind, how to pay attention to my thoughts and how to control my thoughts more in those times. And I learned true independence. I am learning true independence where I do not rely on any external sources, whether it's a person, a business, a hobby or anything to feel the quiet times in my life. I am learning how to be still how to be still and enjoy my own company and not rely on anything else to keep me fulfilled. And that in itself is powerful. But that is something that you will experience when you decide that you want to be the best version of yourself, that you want when you want to level up. You will go through a process where you feel empty. So that's just a warning. That was number two. So let's talk about number three. Now, I will say I feel like it's debatable, right? Because it I don't know if this will happen for everybody because I believe that it happened to me or for me because I am a spiritual person um, and I won't say religious. I'm not religious. So I feel like if you are spiritual in some way, shape or form, then this may apply to you. It really just depends on your beliefs. So I feel like this part is very personal. But, you know, in case you can relate, I will talk about my experience anyway, because that's what this is based on is my experience. So in that moment of isolation and emptiness and all of that and figuring out what to do with that I started getting a lot of signs like I would just see TikToks and Instagram videos and YouTube videos pop up on my recommendation pages with titles like a prophetic word things you need to see things you need to see when God is trying to speak to you you know like I I get a lot of that and I watch it, so that's probably why it's recommended to me. But it's always relating to my exact situation. Or I can, I can have a question and I will ask and I will receive my answer on social media, literally. So the third part of all of this, I felt like God was trying to isolate me so that I would be forced outside of my comfort zone. And the reason I say that is because one, that's what all the videos, all of the signs were telling me. Like I saw lots of people talking about God is trying to isolate you because it's lonely at the top or whatever. So that's like your preview of what that will be and also the one I got that was most common that I believe was really my sign was that when you are trying to attain a goal attain the lifestyle that you want you know you're trying to level up you're trying to be the best version of yourself you will most likely have to leave your current environment you may have to leave it completely depending on how toxic it is or you may have to just start distancing yourself from people and things in your current environment and setting boundaries to protect yourself and start moving out of that and into an environment where people are living the kind of life that you want to live. People are doing the type of things you want to do, thinking how you know you should be thinking. I believe, based on all of the signs, that... God was trying to show me that I am too comfortable. 
because I will admit that many things in my life that I know deep down I am going to have to let go of in order to achieve the goals that I am working towards. And I have been doing these things. I have been part of these things for a long time now. So obviously I'm comfortable and I am not going to lie. I'm going to be very honest with you. I am somebody who is not quick to jump for change. I'm just going to be very honest with you. Like I have noticed that about myself. Again, self-awareness, you know, that's something that has gotten a lot better for me in this whole process. I have noticed that when I'm in a situation where some part of something that was my routine is now changing or somebody wants to implement something new, I am very slow to act. I'll be honest, I'm very slow to act because I get comfortable and I just say I'm okay with certain things and all of the signs that I was getting was telling me that you have become too comfortable in your current environment. And if you want what you are working towards, you are going to have to get comfortable with the idea of being uncomfortable because what you are doing right now is not going to cut it. That is literally what a lot of the signs that I got in that time frame was telling me. I am being isolated I am being forced to look within and not try to distract myself with external things. Even if it was good, even if it was, let me just go out with my friends and check in and have, you know, genuine conversations. It doesn't matter what it was. The point was I should not be running away from the stillness, from the silence to distract myself because it makes me uncomfortable. I believe personally that is what God was trying to teach me with these things. So if you are spiritual and you believe in God, and personally, let me just say, when I say God, I don't necessarily think of like this big man in the sky. I think like to me, it doesn't really matter. I merge all of them, you know, like with what, like if you have somebody who believes in the law of attraction and all of that, like all of these different Concepts have their own idea of God or the infinite intelligence and all of that. To me, it doesn't really matter because I believe they essentially do the same thing. They essentially say the same thing, tell you the same thing. So when I say God, I don't necessarily mean like the old time traditional idea of God that I was forced to believe when I was younger, like it's some big man in the sky I don't necessarily look at it that way. I just think of it as the infinite intelligence within. So whatever you consider God to be, that is what I mean when I say God. And I believe that that is where God was leading me. That is what he was trying to show me. He was trying to make me uncomfortable, get me used to the idea of being uncomfortable and make me realize that I needed to stop trying to distract myself and I needed to be intentional about the things that I wanted. I needed to be okay with being uncomfortable and I needed to get used to the fact that, yes, I am going to have to have a change of environment. So I'm going to make you, Sensi, very uncomfortable with all of the things that you were once used to because I need to shake things up in your life so that you can understand that it's time to move on to something else. 
The fourth thing nobody tells you about leveling up is that you have to be very self-aware. What I mean by that is you really need to go on this whole journey of self-discovery. You have to figure out who you are, who you are outside of the influences of other people. So if you are single, it's a little easier. If you're in a relationship, when I say outside of other people, I mean, are you doing something because your significant other likes it or because you like it? Are you compromising? Is this who you are? Like, would you still be doing the same things you are doing if you did not have that person in your life, if you did not have the friends you have, if you weren't being heavily influenced by the expectations that your family has of you or society has of you, your close circle, whoever that is, are you actually living for you? When you think about who you are, what you want, does your current life align with that picture? Or are you doing certain things to please other people or to get validation from other people? You are going to go through a very uncomfortable period where it forces you to be self-aware. You have to take a step back and really assess your life and say, am I doing these things for me or am I doing it for other people? And if you are doing it for other people, you have to learn how to break that chokehold that these people have on you that is influencing you to live your life for them. And you have to figure out what it is that you want to do outside of other people. And I'm not saying, it, you know, it's bad to compromise and do things for other people but what I'm saying is it should never be at your own expense you know like you shouldn't be sacrificing a significant portion of who you are or your life to please other people and the only way you can really know whether or not you're doing that is to be self-aware enough to say I know what it is I want in my life and based on how I'm living my life I can see that it does not align with who I am so in that period, the fourth thing that I went through was I had to really learn who I am, what I wanted, what kind of life I wanted, and then really take a step back and assess everything in my life and say, is this aligned with who I am? And the tough thing about that, what makes this so uncomfortable is that Sometimes some of these things that you may have been doing that maybe now in hindsight when you make a list of or you, you, you really identify what it is you're trying to work towards and you see the discrepancies, you see where you have fallen short or you see where you're living your life for other people. What is so uncomfortable about that is the fact that you may have been living your life this way for so long for years or for most of your life, for all of your life. And now it's not easy to break that because you probably built a whole life around that. Like, let me give you an example in my own personal life so this makes sense and it's not just broad. I went to school for accounting, right? And I knew I did not want to be an accountant, but I was so afraid 
of not knowing what I wanted to do. I was so afraid of opening that door of uncertainty and living in uncertainty. I declared a major. And then I I remember telling myself that I had until the end of sophomore year to change my major and figure out what I wanted to do because in junior year, I would start taking my accounting classes, my upper level. And if I did not change before then, then either A, I would be locked into accounting or B, I would extend how long I would be in school because I would have to spend extra time doing those courses for whatever else I decided to do. And long story short, I graduated with a degree in accounting, but I now work in finance because when I was looking at accounting positions, I was like, I just, I cannot do this. I can't, like, I can't do reconciliations all day. I can't look at statements. I don't want to do bookkeeping. I don't, like, I, uh, I could not, I could not. But that was an example of me literally living my life based on the expectations that people had of me. And that's what I mean. I went to college for four years, four years of my life studying something and working so hard to be good at something because of the pressure I felt from the expectations of other people. That is truly something. That is truly something. And I don't regret it, by the way. I actually liked accounting, like the classes. I liked the fact that it challenged me. So I wasn't necessarily miserable in those classes. And I did very well because accounting came easy to me. I know that it's not the same way for other people, but it just came easy to me. So it wasn't 100% painful, you know, it wasn't like I was suffering the whole time because I did do other things to balance that, like I did other things I was interested in and I did think accounting was important because I wanted to understand the financial side of businesses and stuff like that. So I changed my perspective to look at the good so that I wouldn't be miserable in a situation. And like I said, I don't regret it, but that is an example of me literally living my life for four years and pursuing something that I knew I would not want to do because I was living for other people. You have to be self-aware enough to know what you want. And not only that, but to identify the different aspects in your life where you are not in alignment and then do something about it so that you get into alignment. So now let's talk about the fifth phase of this whole discomfort in leveling up because it ties into that. So I talked about being self-aware and knowing what you want and whether or not you are in alignment. The fifth thing comes into how exactly do you get into alignment with who you are trying to become. So the fifth and final thing that nobody really tells you about this journey to becoming the best version of yourself is that there is no life event or successful thing that is going to happen to you. Like you're not just going to win the lottery and suddenly become that person. Nothing is actually going to happen to throw you into that lifestyle. The truth is you have to look at where you are today and you actually have to start 
acting as if you already are that person. That was news to me. (laughs) That was news to me, let me tell you, because I have been following the law of attraction for a while now. And the thing is, you hear a lot of people talking about act as if, and that never made sense to me. It never made sense to me because hypothetically speaking, if I wanted to be a billionaire, right? People are saying like, yeah, just go ahead and act as if you already have it and it will come to you. Well, at that point in time, my simple mind was like, okay, I'm looking at my bank account and there's not a billion dollars in there. I don't have a billion dollars in assets, but you're telling me to act like a billionaire. Do I go buy a house with money I don't have? You know, like, at, am I sub, like, like, can you break down this whole act as if concept? I do not understand. Can somebody please explain what do you mean by act as if, if I am trying to be a millionaire and I don't have a million dollars, how do I, are you telling me to spend money? Like I am, like I am a millionaire that are you trying to send me in debt? Like, what does that mean? Let me tell you what that means, because I figured out what it means. So for the people who are just as confused as me, what the concept of act as if means is that in very simple terms, let me break it down for you. Think about your ideal lifestyle, right? Think about that best version of you. What is that person doing? Describe their life. Actually get a pen and paper or a notebook, a journal, whatever. I use GoodNotes on my iPad. And I want you to actually detail out what that person's life is like. Yes, I literally did this. So describe what their ideal day looks like. What time do they wake up? What kind of activities do they do? What type of things do they enjoy? What does their work day look like? What does their work ethic look like? What does their diet look like? What do their relationships look like? How do they treat themselves? What is their relationship with themselves like? Actually detail out each of these things. I'm, I'm very serious. Do it. I did it. List out the qualities that that person has, the type of relationships, how they treat themselves. Paint a very vivid picture of the life that you are trying to achieve. Then circle out all of the things that you can implement in your life today and start doing that. So in the case of the billionaire example that I gave, when you list that out, Maybe in your mind, if you want to be a billionaire, maybe the billionaire version of you is like buying or has like 12 different homes. You may not be able to do that at this very moment, but maybe that person wakes up at 6 a.m. You can start doing that today. That is what the concept of act as if means. If you already had it, how would your life look? Do all of the things that you can do today. And as you start gaining that momentum, when you start doing these things, eventually your life is going to start to look more and more like that. And you will get there. And when you get to that billionaire status, now you can circle off owning 12 homes because you can do it, right? The financial picture that you painted of that billionaire, 
now reflects your current situation so you can spend money like that billionaire, right? Based on whatever you think that they would be doing. But all of the things that you can implement today, start doing it. I wish somebody told me this. And if this was simple enough for you to get the first time you heard it, congratulations. I was not that lucky. But that is literally what I learned. I was not going to get like a bunch of money. I was not going to just suddenly have a successful business that would just propel me into that lifestyle. I had to actually become the type of person that deserved that right? The type of person that attracted these type of things in order for them to come to me. I was just not going to get lucky one day and then suddenly have all of the means to live that life that I wanted to have. That was something I wish somebody told me. So I'm telling you, that's something that's going to be very uncomfortable. If you want to be somebody who has a lot of money, and I'm just using this example because it's easy. If you want to be somebody who has a lot of money and your current situation does not reflect that, you don't have to say, okay, well, I have to wait till I get it to do A, B, and C. No, think of the type of mindset that person has. Like actually take time to visualize or think about or journal what that person does. How do they treat themselves? What you probably have heard a lot is that people who are very successful financially, success can mean a lot of different things, but for the ease of this conversation, let's just focus on financial success. So for people with great financial success, wealth, whatever, they have certain habits and patterns that we all hear about in those videos on YouTube, like 10 habits of a millionaire, blah, blah, blah. If these are all synonymous to millionaires, you can start implementing these things right now, even if you don't have the money to match that financial status. When you start with the habits and you start living your life the way these people do, or you start living your life the way that best version of yourself is living their life based on what you see, not on what other people tell you, that is how you are going to attract the things you want. Nothing is just going to happen and propel you into that. You actually have to start actively working to become that person. Paint the picture of what their life looks like and then start doing all of the things that you can right now, that is reasonable to you right now. If you know that person has a morning routine where they wake up, journal, script, they are intentional about their goal setting and all of that, like my person is, like I am, Start doing these things. These are things that are free. They are free. You can do it today so you have no excuse. The only question you have to ask yourself is how determined are you to live that lifestyle, to become the best version of yourself? That's all it comes down to, really. Because if there's something you can't do right now, then when you do everything else, eventually you'll be able to do it. So you have no excuse. It all comes down to how bad do you want it? Now, the reason I am telling you all of this is because, like I said, I had this conversation with my friend about, you know, the different things that she was feeling and it was all of the same things that I was feeling and that I felt initially and it made me realize that it wasn't just me. 
because in the beginning I had no idea what it was. I did not put the pieces of the puzzle together so it did not make sense to me and now it does and after having the conversation with her and realizing that it's not just me, I feel like there might be more people. So the whole point of me sharing this with you is one, so that you won't feel alone and two, because I wish I had somebody to tell me that this is what this was and that I wasn't alone and to pretty much clarify the whole process for me. I mean, I'll be honest, I don't have everything figured out. You know, there might be more phrases that I will go through from this point in time. And I'm not saying I have perfected each one of them. I just gave you like an introduction to what I was feeling. And the truth is, I am still working on each of these phases. Like I am still working on, you know, the whole concept of self-awareness and not running from that empty feeling and learning how to be still and really talk to God and listen to God and stuff like that. So I am a work in progress as well. I just thought I would put that out there in case there is somebody else who has been experiencing the same thing and they're not sure what it is and they needed some clarity. So that's really the purpose of this episode. And I also want to encourage you to not run from it. So if you are in that process where you are working through the isolation and the emptiness, don't run from it. It's all meant to teach you something. Because here's the thing, if you pray to God for strength, if you believe in God, guess what? You're going to have to go through some painful stuff to teach you how strong you are or to teach you how to be strong. When you ask God for something, he will give it to you, but it's not going to be in the way you think, you know? So like with what I just said, another example is if you ask God for wisdom, for example, or if you ask him to teach you discernment, you're not just going to wake up one day with discernment. You are going to have to go through a series of trials and tribulations and tests that's going to develop that quality in you. So you now working towards that best version of yourself, working towards achieving that ideal lifestyle that you want, you are going to go through a series of tests to see how bad you want it, to see what you do with it. Because successful people are resilient. They don't quit. They don't give up. They are successful because they went through all of the things that you are going through and they didn't give up. And there's a lot more to that, but you get the point. I do not want you to run from any of these things if that's what you are feeling. It's uncomfortable, no doubt. I am uncomfortable. It was a lot for me too. So that's why I'm making this episode. It's basically to encourage you if you can relate and to let you know that you are not alone and that you should not run from it. You should find a way to embrace it. Learn the lesson that it's teaching you so that you can get past it and you can be one step closer to living your ideal life just like I am. So if you can relate to anything that I have mentioned, please leave a comment below so that I know that it's not just me and my friend and maybe somebody else could be watching the video and they might relate to your experience more than mine. So if you can relate, leave a comment. And if you liked this video, make sure you like and subscribe and click the notification bell because I release videos like this all of the time. 
the whole idea of the podcast, the whole goal is to just take accountability of your life and really work on becoming the best version of yourself but like from a raw perspective I'm not going to just sit on here and give you a bunch of advice on do this and do that no I'm literally going to have conversations as I go through the motions myself so that it's actually like a level playing field it's relatable it's not fluff it's not advice it's like raw this is real let's talk about it instead of keeping it to ourselves and keeping ourselves isolated. So, like I said, if that sounds like something you are interested in, make sure you like, subscribe, and click the notification bell, and I will see you next week. Thank you for listening to the Secluded Thoughts Podcast. If you liked this episode, please show your support by leaving a five-star rating and a review to help me reach more people. And also screenshot this episode and tag me on Instagram at secluded.thoughts. If you want to join in on the conversation, be sure to subscribe to my YouTube channel at Secluded Thoughts and leave a comment on the episode. You can also see what I'm up to there and have a real insight into my life while I get my shit together. Thanks again for listening and I will talk to you next week.